0: Prana Plus acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land, waters and sky and respects their enduring spiritual connection to country. We acknowledge the sorrow of the past and our hope and belief that we can move to a place of equity, partnership and justice together. We acknowledge Elders past, present and emerging and pay our respects to the cultural authority of First Peoples. Welcome to Crownercast, the remote health podcast produced by Crowner Plus. This podcast is all about telling the stories of the remote health workforce. Every episode, a nurse, midwife, or health professional comes onto the show to share their experiences of working in rural and remote Australia. Crownercast is designed for you to listen to on the plane, in the car, between clinics, or during your downtime. Download it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or your favourite podcast app so you can tune in even when you're out of range. I'm your host Kate Ridge and for today our first episode we're catching up with remote area nurse Sue with 30 years of experience to talk about expecting the unexpected. So Sue, thanks so much for joining us today. Um, I know Crana Plus is really pleased to be uh, showcasing and highlighting the work of remote area nurses mm-hmm. um i'm just wondering if
1: you could tell us a bit about yourself to begin with all right i have got well i've been nursing for about 37 years yeah. uh trained in the 80s in at university so we were one of the first groups to um go to uni instead of hospital train hospital-based yeah. training and um when i was uh, first starting out i did a bit of work in tasmania and then when went from tasmania um, went up to Alice Springs and uh, happened to get pregnant with my first child that time. And then as a result of that, needed a job where I could actually have my child with me and uh, ended up in a remote community. So what what are you
0: doing now in remote area nursing? So, so what's your current roles?
1: So my role? roles roles, so uh, I've um, been back to uni quite a few times since then and, and um, have a master's degree in mental health science. So I yep. work... Uh, primarily with uh, mental health education and um, uh, so I go to rural and remote areas and educate at the moment and also work Um, so I do community mental health drug and alcohol in remote communities yeah Yeah.
0: is there particular groups of people you're focused on in your current work
1: Um, yeah generally uh, it's a combination really of um, remote area nurses doctors allied health indigenous people So I work with, yeah, a combination.
0: Yep. Um, I did see in some information you're working in bushfire recovery. Is that still going on
1: or...? So that that was a program we were running for the last 12 months and uh, that was in remote areas as well. That's just finished a couple of days ago. Um, So that was was all about supporting... um, uh, health care workers and allied workers who were actually involved in the fires and providing them with skills to manage their own mental health. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. But that's just finished, which is a bit of a shame.
0: Yeah. So it's been quite diverse from when you started at uni till now. It um, looks as though you've covered many aspects of the nursing profession, from oh, actual yeah. practice to education mm-hmm. um, and mental health as well. When you're thinking back, was there ever one particular circumstance? I know you talked about mm-hmm. your actual um, personal situation, but was there a circumstance or a person that kind of led you to remote area nursing or was it one one critical moment in time that kind of led you to that point? Or um, it was more of an accident?
1: I think it was, I, I was always thinking about working with Indigenous people. Um, yeah. It was my dad did a bit of work with uh out in the communities and um, he used to come home and tell me some you know ripping yarns and and i sort of thought to myself oh wow you know i think, I think i'd really like to give that a go and uh, so that's how that's why i initially head to alice springs
0: mm-hmm.
1: was um i was thinking to myself you know i'd like to get out into one of the communities
0: so do you think the the yarns of your dad and, you know, thinking about remote area, did that lead you specifically to nursing or they kind of just meshed together and that's where you ended up or it was more deliberate, you know, I want to go remote and so nursing is a pathway for me?
1: Well, I wanted to be a nurse when I was about four. So oh. I always wanted to be a nurse and then I think um, just as, yeah, as Dad sort of told me stuff, and as I thought of my career sort of changed, and I'd worked in all sort of areas anyway, um, that's when I sort of thought, oh yeah, I'll go, I'll take my nursing out there. So I think I was I was already a nurse
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: before, before, and then I sort of thought, yeah. oh well, yeah, remote's a good place to go.
0: Yeah, you brought them. They brought the two together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. beautiful. So. Just for people thinking about remote area nursing or considering it might be an option for them yeah. what does kind of I know you probably don't have an average week but kind of what does a possible average week look like to you
1: Wow um, <laughs> I think I think the thing about being a remote area nurse is you have to be so flexible
0: mm-hmm.
1: you have to be you don't judge anything. Um, on what you think it is or think it should be or or any of that. It's all about, um, so a typical week you'd probably get up and, you know, you'd go down and open the clinic. It used to just be me and I'd take my daughter with me and um, we would get probably a few people come in with a few rashes and some wounds and maybe a headache or something and then the next day we might have a game of footy and then someone might hurt themselves on the footy field, so it'd be a bit of first aid. And then you might have sorry business the next day. Oh. And then I might have to go out with the women um, and do some gathering. And because I used to run a naught to, because when I took my, so I had my baby out there, and um, he, she was ten pounds. And I remember the ladies saying, "I want one of those. I want that fat baby." And I said, oh, 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 okay. So what we did was I devised a program where we went and focused on bush tucker and, and good healthy eating to promote, you know, good babies and yeah. good anti- So That was one of the things I sort of focused right. on. And then they all ended up having these really big babies. Because <laughs> <laughs> they just said, oh, they look so pretty, you know, with all the fat rolls and everything. And. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, an average week can be absolutely anything, but it always involved, you know, um, having a sit down and a yarn with um, the ladies and -hmm. and then uh, managing the health workers and cleaning the clinic and running the programs and following up people. And I also used to look after people's pets. Mm -hmm. So that was part of the, I I don't know if that was just like an unspoken thing, but we used to look after the, um, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's very relationship-based, your nursing?
1: Oh, very much, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it was all about connecting with, um, you know, their needs, but in a really one-on-one, purposeful way. It just operates very differently up there. Yeah.
0: And what about now You with your mental health education mm-hmm. and work? Is there a lot of travel involved in what you're doing now?
1: Mm, there is. There's a lot... Um, a lot of travel. So I might go to Alice, I might fly to Darwin, I might fly to Cairns and go far north Queensland. Um, I might go absolutely anywhere, yeah, out to the APY lands and, um, you know, uh, do some drug and alcohol, those kinds of things. And it's all, it's very, you're right, it's about relationships with people and developing those relationships in a positive way so that people get the best out of the service kind of thing. But, yeah, lots and lots of travel. So...
0: Um, You've talked about what drew you to remote nursing. What are some of the things that perhaps people don't realise about working in remote areas? So it might be personal things about actual logistics and that type of thing or just, you know, talking about how it's very much about developing one-on-one relationships with people. Are there some really unique aspects to what you've learnt about remote area nursing?
1: Mm. Remote area nursing, you have to be totally self-reliant. You can't always access... People, services, anything—you um, know, when you want or when you need—and um, and you can't get the food you want. You can't get like <laughs> you sort of go. Oh, I really love a salad today. There's no food. There's no, and you're very sort of. We used to have a truck of one, a truck once a month of food. Yeah. So um, whatever came in the truck was whatever you would eat for the next month. So you might. Sometimes it would be, oh, one time we had quails. I remember it so vividly because all we had was quails and I'm like, what do I do with a quail? uh, You had to be inventive. Oh, and it was horrible. It was like, you know, um, so we had, that. it was that sort of stuff too. And then, you know, you couldn't always get clothes. So um, because I was pregnant, you know, I was just gradually getting bigger and bigger and bigger, but I couldn't kind of access any clothes to buy. So then I just ended up living in sarongs. And then, um, you know, the, the locals always said to me, Oh, you're eating too much white bread, sister. You know, what's going on with you? You know, you're just getting really fat. And, um, and, uh, cause that was, you know, like, that was just them joking around with me. Cause, and then, I, yeah, so in the end, all I had was sarongs until yeah. I could get to town yeah. to um, buy some proper, buy some appropriate clothes, you know, so. And then, okay. and, and then everything was such a long way away. So. You know if you if you had to so you know i had to drive to alice springs which was like an 800k's one-way trip yeah you know um if i if there was an emergency and the rfds couldn't fly out those sorts of things so you, there's just no access to anything and yeah and sometimes it's just so hot it was just so hot yeah and, and that sort of stuff yeah
0: So, do you think the um, the isolation and the lack of access to either um, support or Mm -hmm. services or essentials is probably the most challenging? Was the most challenging part of the role for you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It was. um, You just. It was just. You just had to rely wholly and solely on on yourself. Yeah. And uh, the people that were sort of immediately with you, and um, if you didn't cope well. There was nothing you could do. Yeah. You know, you yeah. just had to, you just had to cope and manage it. And it was, yeah, that was the isolation. It isn't like, you know, like I, I it's the countryside is absolutely beautiful. Um, and that's kind of a relief too, because you can look out and go, oh my God, it's so beautiful. I don't mind the isolation so much. And I don't really worry about all those other things. Like,
0: yeah.
1: you know, i want a haircut i'll just cut my own hair if i've got nothing to wear i just you know whatever that none of that kind of bothers me but eventually what happens is you just you get so relaxed and so laissez-faire about everything when you finally come to town town becomes really difficult because oh, it's right. such a totally different pace and existence and um Everything, yeah, you know.
0: So what do you think are the positives of remote area nursing or the roles you've had?
1: Oh, I mean, I've loved it all. I mean, the whole thing about remote area nursing is that, you know, I feel like nothing is too difficult. It's just, yeah, there's nothing that's too hard or there's nothing you can't overcome. And and at the end of the day, really, you don't need all this other stuff. Yeah. You know, you really don't. You can live quite well without it Mm. and have a good life.
0: Mm. Mm. Um, I guess that leads us on nicely to, you know, what advice would you give um, a nurse considering remote area nursing, both personally Mm. and
1: professionally? I think professionally just get as skilled up as you possibly can. Mm. Get as many skills in as many areas as you possibly can. Yeah. keep a really open mind don't judge or make value mm-hmm. judgments about nothing is ever as it seems out bush yeah mm-hmm. you know people are never as it seems everything is complicated every diagnosis is complicated look you know into everything sort of really deeply and non-judgmentally i think the non-judgmental bit is really key and then i think personally don't have any expectations about you know, um, what you think it's going to be, just let it unfold kind of thing. It has to just unfold for you. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go, oh, it's going to be, um, you know, it's going to be great, I'm going to be able to, you know, make my salad every night and have my, you know, you know, my iced coffee or whatever, <laughs> you know, my, my Macca's coffee every day. Um, you know, you can't have those expectations. You've just got to wing it every minute of every day. I think that's... And feel good about it and and if if nothing goes to plan well nothing goes to plan Mm -hmm. and you just have to go oh well be a bit philosophical about things i think yeah
0: so um there's a lot of resilience involved
1: personal resilience oh my god yeah yeah you have to be and you know if you if you make a mistake you just have to go oh well you know that is what it is um moving right along learn from it and yeah and, and it's about being able to depend on yourself yeah and don't take two because sometimes some bad things can happen the bad things can happen everywhere mm. but there's often a little bit more tragedy out in rural communities because you're part of a community yeah you know everybody and and yeah. stuff happens and because you know people and you know the links between all the people and that sense of community can make the tragedies just that little bit more harder to bear i think yeah, yeah. But they
0: also bring the positives, I would think. Oh, thank like, you. Having the community and those connections.
1: Yeah, having the community and the connections. Yeah, absolutely. But you just have to be aware that those connections are like a double-edged sword yeah. at times. Yeah. Um, and you also just have to be very aware culturally is very different. It's not yeah. anything like anything you'll experience in the big yeah. smoke. You know it's it's different expectations different way of living different way of looking different way of perceiving time different way of everything it's just yeah totally different yeah yeah and you can't tell people Mm. i've tried to talk to other you know nurses and and sort of you, you try and explain you know like. But it just it just doesn't work. You just can't put words to some of it. Yeah. And then when they come back, they go, "You should have told me about this, Sue, and you should have told about that." And I'm sort of like, oh, "I tried to tell you, <laughs> but you had to learn that one yourself."
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much, Sue, for sharing your experiences with us today. Um, I'm sure you inspire other nurses to consider or enter remote area nursing.
1: Oh, thank you i've loved it it's been great to have the opportunity to share thank you lovely to meet you too you too
0: thanks for listening to our very first episode of Crownercast. we're looking forward to bringing you more stories from the workforce in the coming weeks and months we'd like to remind all listeners that the bush support line is available to provide confidential support 24 hours a day seven days a week to rural and remote health workers and their families You can reach out at any time by calling 1-800-805-391. Catch you next time.